welcome to the wonderful world of pragmatic psychology. I'm your host, Susanna Mittermeier, and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology, Be the Peacock. Today, I have a very amazing, wonderful lady with me. Um, her name is Katerina Valentin, and she is um, an extremely creative woman. Um, I met her um, actually online many years ago <laughs> when we both listened to classes. And uh, today she is working with Access Consciousness. She is an Access Consciousness facilitator. She is an incredible author a producer, and an avid explorer of the magic that is possible with our bodies. So welcome, Katerina. Thank you <laughs> very much. I love the name of your podcast. That's amazing. Be the Peacock. Yes. I love that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, you know, speaking of bodies and being willing to be the peacock, um, I know you are like, you have this amazing different perspective on bodies and being pragmatic with bodies. So, you know, I wonder, like, can you like invite us to a different perspective on being pragmatic with bodies um like what what are bodies good for what gift are they to our lives <laughs> well i actually would say when we pick this title i don't even think before that i really looked at how very pragmatic our bodies are because our bodies they're magical in so many ways but that magic is a very pragmatic it is They do whatever they can <laughs> to create, to ping us, to tell us, to make us notice what's actually required and how we could create what we truly desire. And they do that. That's even pain is pragmatic for a body. Wow. Like if, if a body is trying to get your attention, it may make it hurt somewhere. It's a very, like, it's like it's trying to whisper to you. It's been trying to get your attention for a long time. And, you know, if that doesn't work, it is pragmatic. So it creates pain to get your attention. That's um, huge, Katerina. That's amazing. You said already so many things. So it's like, basically, you say we can trust our bodies and even pain is pragmatic. What? <laughs> I haven't really looked at it, but yes, we can trust, we can totally trust our bodies to be pragmatic. It doesn't necessarily mean that we always get what they mean or, or are willing to, but for our bodies, they're probably the most pragmatic thing you have in your life. It's so funny. Um, I'd started to skip breakfast for like a few days and I was hit every time I started to have lunch then, you know, when you skip breakfast, I did like kind of like a fast in the mornings. And then I had lunch and I afterwards I was like hit with this lunch coma. I got so tired <laughs> after lunch and I was like, okay, body, what are you telling me? Would you know, do you want me to not eat longer? Do you want me to eat earlier? What's really going on here? But what was very clear is that sleepiness that came after my first meal of the day was my body telling me, okay, this is great, but this doesn't really work for me. Yeah. <laughs> this is obviously not how I would like it because, you know, I'm just going to tell you because I'm just going to fall asleep. So I changed, you know, I changed the way I did the whole thing, ate a little different, ate a little less, like changed and it's all gone now. But it went on for a few days before I started to listen to my body. The first time I just thought it was a fluke. 
you know, that mm-hmm. I just got tired, it happens. The second day I was like, oh my God, there seems to be something really weird going on here, like going into the wrongness of it all. And then I was like, oh, body, what are you telling me? What is it here that you would like to change? And once I started to listen to my body, it changed. But for the body, the pragmatism of the body is to use whatever means it has to show you what it requires, desires, and would would need to change whatever it is you would like to change. I don't know if that is yeah. a good example, but it was an example that popped in my head that was recent. That's really cool. That's really, really cool. And it's such a different conversation. And, and truly, like you say, bodies are pragmatic. They they do what works. They show you what works for them and, and show what works for us. And you talk about being able to trust your body, that it tells you what it needs. So do you have any, um, like if people have never heard about this, how like where could you start with trusting your body? Like what could be a tool for that or something? It's funny because I would say that the more I, so I would say the first place to start to trust your body is to start asking it questions. And it, the answer won't really come as words. So it will come as, you know, getting sleepy after lunch or maybe getting a desire to do something, follow it, what foods you eat, what actually foods you're drawn to physically sometimes. But the part about trusting your body that you're after, it builds over time. Like the trusting, because your body also starts trusting you to listen to it, Mm. if that makes sense. So it's kind of any relationship you have with a person or that you have with yourself and that you have with your body. It's something that's built up based on that, like listening, you listening to your body and your body also co-creating with you. I would say that bodies, our bodies are the greatest guide we have to consciousness and to Hmm. living because they're always with us and they're independent in so many, if we are willing to have them, to listen to them as that guide they truly are, they're not as ruled by all these these points of views and judgments that we have as beings of our bodies, but our bodies, when we let them go, they can show up completely different. And the more you start to communicate with your body, the more you will learn to trust it. And it won't look anything like you think it will. That's why it's like choice. Yeah. <laughs> start, wow. Choose it. Okay, so so you would start like just asking it questions. You know, I it's so weird because when I started to do that, you know, I'm like, hello, you know, what are you saying? And, you know, it doesn't speak English or German or anything, or maybe it does, but it speaks body, you know. (laughs) And I had no clue, like, what to expect when I was asking my body. But it's like you say, it's like this new language that one gets to learn that that I discovered. It's like, oh, my God, that's way more natural and way more, like, that's, yeah, it's way more natural than I ever had acknowledged, you know. So how, how do you get a, you know, how do you know if your body, like, once, like, say, you want to eat a chocolate, right? And then how do you know what your body wants? Like, how do you find out? How is it for you? <laughs> I'm not an expert body whisperer. I am an in-practice body whisperer. So mm. I practice this all the time. Yeah. How do I know if my body would like chocolate? It's funny. Actually, if you went the other way, so somehow there you decided that you want chocolate and you want to check now if your body wants chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a very different. What if the question was instead, body, 
would you like to eat something right now? Oh, like, good. would that contribute? What energy would that create for you or for us rather? Because, you know, you are with your body. Because I think that when we go from we already decided that we like to eat the chocolate, the body more or less like, okay, sure, we can eat a chocolate. It will create something. The body doesn't really have that point of view about no, we shouldn't eat the chocolate because we would get fat. That's not a body's point of view. That's your point of view. So I think the way to, to start asking questions is to start from this place where nothing is already decided, like where you really, and it will change every day. So if you're willing to, you could even do this. Sorry, my, my brain is going quickly here. <laughs> what if every day you uncreated and destroyed the relationship that you have with your body. So everything that you thought your body liked or didn't like, or that you mm-hmm. liked or didn't like to eat, to move, all of that from the day before, you mm-hmm. uncreate and destroy all of that. Mm-hmm. And then this day is new. Wow. How would you like to move today? What would you like to wear today? What would you like to eat today? What, would, what kind of energy would we like to be today? Oh, that's so amazing. Thank you for that. That's really cool. So you said if nothing is decided yet, that's really, really cool. And that's such a different approach. And that's really pragmatic because you don't assume anything. You really, really ask, hey, what would you like to wear? What would you like to eat? Would you like to eat anything? Uh, First of all, that's so cool to really check with your body and get to know your body and, and find out, you know, what creates your body also. And I realized recently, like how foods you know, can be a really cool generator for your body, like just the energy of the food, like not to fill yourself up for, you know, the point of view you need food, but just the whatever maybe whatever it is you eat, an apple or something has an energy that sparks something in your body that is really cool at that moment. So yeah, totally different paradigm here. And it's exactly that. And also, if you looked at that, it's kind of like we eat on autopilot, most of yeah, us totally. and, and we, eat, we eat because we think we should eat but we also kind of eat on autopilot what we eat and how we eat like it it's not the choice the choice is not there as present as it could be and if you really looked at even in again bodies are pragmatic so here we are what if there's only exist a certain number of things to eat your body will not go oh my God, you don't have caviar. I'm not going to eat today. <laughs> That's not how bodies function. So bodies are pragmatic. So whatever exists, whatever is available, you can ask your body if there's anything from here you would like to eat or would you not like to eat right now. But the point is there's a choice in every single thing that you eat, how you move, what you would like to wear, there is a new choice every time. And I think that's where it's kind of like we think that the way we are with our bodies is already created from all the choices we made before. And that is true to a certain extent, but you have a new choice every day and you can recreate the relationship you have with your body with every new choice you make every day. It's like, it's amazing how the body will not hold it against you that (laughs) you made other choices. The effects of those choices will be with you, but you you can do new choices all the time. And it's, it sounds a little airy-fairy, but it is actually very pragmatic. Yeah. And, and we know that things change with what we choose with our bodies all the time. 
had this kind of sweet experience the other day. I, um, when I was younger, I used to suntan to get tanned. I used to go out and be in the sun because at that time it was very cool to be tanned. Oh, so I remember those days. I always, yeah, I would get very tanned in the summer. And there was like even a certain, like there was a certain tannedness you had to achieve every summer. And then when I grew older, we also discovered that, you know, being in the sun and getting tanned could lead to, to cancer. So then for many years, the thing has been to hide from the sun and sit in the shade and yesterday there was this beautiful sunshine in Sweden it was warm really yummy and my body was like oh sunshine lay down <laughs> so I lay down on the grass in my backyard I had like shorts and a t-shirt on and I sunbathed like really bathed in the sunshine in the warmth of every single ray like coming in and nurturing my like the skin was like just caressed and taken care of by by the sun and it was wonderful and i suddenly realized where the word sunbathing comes from because <laughs> i was actually bathing in the sunshine and this was such a gift to my body like you could tell how the body required it like and if you want to be very like you could talk about the vitamin you can talk about i don't know whatever beta carotene whatever <laughs> there is that you actually get from being in the sunshine that's good for you but i would say it was nurturing for my body in a way that few other things would have been at that moment in time and my body was the one who brought us out there to be in there and that was one of those moments where what you called talked about in the beginning, the trust mm. was actually building even more. Like that moment, I trusted the body to lay down in the sunshine, and my body trusted me to do this suggestion in that moment. So, wow. and what a gift for for me and for my body, and and really, I would say for the future. Here's something that I now know that I so enjoy and that I can choose to do and have my body enjoy too, sunbathing. I know, wow. it's, again, That's silly amazing. It's And I love how you paint with your words. It's like, you know, when you speak, it's like, oh, I, you know, I can totally... I am there with you. I can totally feel that. And and my body goes, oh, yeah, wow. Okay, so that's a level of receiving and being. Oh, my goodness, that, that is really nurturing. And it feels like this totally relaxing with your body or relaxing into your body or this co-creation with your body, as you say, that is the you know amazing platform for the future, you know, where you know you can trust your body. And I just want to add something about mm -hmm. the pragmatism of that, too. I had had a lot of, uh, my body really wanted to go swimming for a few days, actually, before that. But we never got to a place where we could swim. And instead, it chose to sunbathe. And I and I would say that in many situations, we, we think that, for example, if we decided that our bodies like, I don't know, biking, running, yoga, or whatever kind of movement, our bodies usually would choose or prefer, and we end up in a situation where that is not possible, our bodies are really pragmatic enough to know, okay, if that's not possible, you can ask your body for something else. What else would you like to do? I actually can't go running. We're in the middle of New York, and <laughs> we're in this really bad part of town. It would not be good for you 
for either of us to go out running right now. What else could we do? Like what, what else is available here? Um, even during the time of quarantine, like what people were doing all kinds of fun movements at home, like just outside their house and the bodies were as happy. They're pragmatic. They just want to move. They will find something. If you ask the body, it will find something in that situation that will contribute to it. And what you mentioned is the word fun in the movement and bodies. Mm. That's also a very different and pragmatic approach because I know many people go about movement from I have to move and only if I move will I be able to be healthy or create the shape I have decided is a good and right shape. So, and you mentioned the word fun. Can you say something more about movement, fun, and bodies? <laughs> yeah, I mean, bodies in general, they may have a weight they prefer because it is more fun, for example, for it to move around with that weight. But bodies in general don't have, they don't have a judgment of how big or small or whatever they are. They, they have a fun weight, for example, or a, they have fun with the movement. And One of the things that we talk about sometimes is that exercise for a body really feels like <laughs> exorcism. That's like getting the being out of it. And it really doesn't like to exorcism itself, but it, it likes to move. It likes to have fun. So that's why it's usually a better question, like a question that creates more is, how, body, how would you like to move today? Body, what movement would be fun For you to do today and mm. just try that right now like if just trying that question now so if it's in the evening like here i would ask my body now okay what movement would be fun for you fun for you tomorrow tomorrow morning when we're going to move what movement would be fun for you and see what shows up because usually it's like a picture or a sense or a And see what, because your body knows what's fun for it. And it's not necessarily what you decided is fun because you've done it a hundred times before or that you decided that that's what's going to create the change or whatever you would like in your body. What's fun for your body? What movement is fun for your body? That is amazing. And, you know, it's so amazing how with everything you say, there's a level of lightness and kindness and peace that you deliver and invite us to that is so, so different and truly, truly pragmatic. So all of you guys listening, um, it's like what is being said is one part. What is being delivered to you and your bodies with this podcast energetically is a totally different thing. So if you listen to this one again, you might want to receive, you know, allow your body also to receive um, the words and beyond the words, because that's, that's a space that is so incredible and so different. And, and um, Katarina, you're so amazing at, at inviting to that and delivering that. And it's just, wow. <laughs> well, I'm yeah. wondering also how much we are talking for and with the bodies, because ah, there is yeah. something like even having this conversation, there is something where the bodies are contributing to what can be heard, but also what bodies would like people to know, like what, what our bodies, wow. just the two of us chatting, what our bodies would like us to know. Um, it takes the chance, you know, it uses all kinds of pragmatic. It uses <laughs> all kinds of situations to get that information out in the world. And there's like this amazing, like giggly, 
fun aliveness and it's it's true it's like our bodies talking and also like you say our bodies talking to all the bodies out there hey let's wake our owners up and go for more fun and lightness and what if bodies are not a problem what if there's actually a totally different possibility out there and i i know that you are working with this uh, around the world and so um you just want to say is there anything that like what is it you're creating or what's next is there anything you would like to invite people to? Well, it's a little interesting now with the whole yeah, corona of course. pandemic. <laughs> but on my website right now, any upcoming body classes would be there as well. Um, and I actually have one coming up this week. So you can go and check that out, Being You With Your Body. It's online. Mm-hmm. And there is this series that I created together with Shannon O'Hara that's called Body Talk Bootcamp. And it's a series where you can be with us once a day for one week and explore this in practice we basically don't really use our mouth and talking so much <laughs> we explore this with your bodies in this one week kind of training boot camp as we as we called it in body communication it's half an hour a day and you can go there and sign up and you get access to that whole program and it really it uses your body to for you to get more awareness of what's actually possible. That sounds amazing and so much fun. Where can people find it on your webpage? What's the, what's your website? Uh, my website is katerinavalentin.com. So K-A-T-A-R-I-N-A-W-A-L-L-E-N-T-I-N.com. Great. And we're going to put that link also in the show notes for you guys to find it. Katerina, thank you so much for your brilliance and your difference that you bring to the world. I adore you a lot. And thank you so much for being here and inspiring us. Thank you. And (laughs) thank you to your amazing body that I hope to hug soon. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Me too. Thank you, all of you listening and looking forward to the next time together on Pragmatic Psychology. Be the peacock. (laughs) How was the show for you? Are you inspired? Feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too. Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage, www.susannamittermeyer.com.